This is for the 26th day of Elul, which is Sunday, really, which is the first day of Slichas. This year, uh, because Rosh Hashanah comes out on Thursday, okay, we have three days of Slichas from Shabbos. So we have Slichas on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So once we have three days of Slichas before Rosh Hashanah, we start with this Shabbos. The same thing, th- same thing would be if uh, Rosh Hashanah would fall out on Shabbos. Rosh Hashanah cannot fall out, the first day cannot fall out on Friday. It cannot fall out on, 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 on Friday. So we need three days before Rosh Hashanah. Now, if, it's, if Rosh Hashanah is on uh, either Thursday, like this year, or it's on Friday, or it's on Thursday, it cannot be on Friday. No. So then you have at least you have three days slichas before Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, we're only going to start from Shabbos. Now, the first slichas, by our tradition, is always done... Uh, the night time starts with Saturday night. We do a special slicha, which is starts the the liturgy over there of the slicha begins with the words of the Motsoi Menucha Kida Menucha Tchila, which means as soon as we finish the day of rest, which is the Shabbos, we right away come to ask you for slicha. Of course, Shabbos is holy. We don't do slichas in Shabbos, but after Shabbos, as soon as Shabbos is over. Now, Shabbos isn't really over, over until midnight, because Shabbos is over right away, but there's still Malava Malka, we're saying goodbye to the queen, we eat Sudas Malava Malka, we don't do Tachanun until midnight, so we wait until midnight, as soon as it's midnight, then we say, All the other days we do Slichas early morning, but we don't do it after, we don't do it at night time. In other years, when Rosh Hashanah is either fall out on Monday or on Tuesday, and again, it cannot fall out on Sunday or Wednesday, Rosh Hashanah cannot fall out. But if it's Monday or Tuesday, that means that from Shabbos, you're not going to have three slichas over there because there's only Sunday. I mean, the Saturday night and Sunday is the same thing. That's the slichas for Sunday. And then if Monday is Rosh Hashanah, you're not going to have, you're only going to have one. And even if Rosh Hashanah is on Tuesday, you're going to have two. You're going to have Sunday and Monday. So then we would start the slichas from the week before. Then we would say the slichas starting with the Saturday night that precedes it. So we'll at least have three. So then you'll have the six days of the previous week plus this Sunday. And then... If it's on Monday, then you have six days plus a Sunday. Or if it's on Tuesday, Rosh Hashanah, you're going to have six days of the previous week plus Sunday and Monday. You're going to have a total of eight. Seven plus the Arab Rosh Hashanah slichas. That's the, so the usual minimum one. minimum is three? Minimum is three. But there's, there's never max. three. There'll always be four anyways. Four, but there's no maximum. There's no maximum, but it's not going to be. There yeah. is a maximum. Yeah, because you know you can't day. have. You do every day. The maximum is going to be eight. eight. Because you're going to do six of the week before. But you have to start with Saturday night. That's what we always oh, start. Yeah. And we always start with Metzoyim Menucha. Uh, but it says the days of Slichas, they bring a person, they arouse a person to Tshuva. They are from the very designated known times that people would sing the special song 
of the Alter Rebbe. There is a song known as the Alter Rebbe song, which is consists of four stanzas that those songs, there's a special song that we don't, it's considered to be holy, we don't just sing it like that, only on special occasions we sing that. Before a marriage at the chuppah, we sing that song. That's the song that you sing, only on special occasions. But the days of slichas, no words, only melody. Oh, I know what that is. Only well, that is one beautiful. It's a very, very moving, touching. It's concerned. Right? Yeah, a lot of people are using that, but uh, Chabad, all weddings right. sing that song. That but during the uh, during the days of Slichas, he brings down over here. By the way, I'm reading. This is called. This is the his kashrus. That's uh, that's a publication which goes through day by day, uh, every day. Now. The first slichas, as we mentioned, before you begin after midnight, but close to midnight. Over here in our time, because it's a little bit, midnight is about 12.45 over here. That's why we start doing slichas on Saturday night. We'll do it at 12.45. And here comes a uh, instructions that the Rebbe said that we should publicize in all synagogues, not only to Hasidim, that it is fitting that when you do this slichas to also connect it because slichas is basically prayer. And whenever we pray, we want to create actually a strand that consists of three strings, three together. Not only prayer, but we also want to do Torah, study Torah, and also give tzedakah. Because when you have a string intertwined from three, that case you can sort of uh, hold and make sure that it's not going to tear. So he says to connect the davening, the slichas, to also study some Torah and give tzedakah before you do the slicha, before you pray. So um, to study before midnight, it would be the mimer, it would be the special discourse which the Alter Rebbe gave a talk, which begins with the words of L'cha Hashem Atzdoka, you Hashem have the righteousness. That's printed in the beginning of our book of Slichot. They have that discourse in which the Alter Rebbe discusses the idea of, uh, of Teshuvah and the idea of Slichas. And minimally, the Rebbe says, the beginning and the end of that mimer should be studied. Uh, and also, to study some aspect of Torah which has a halachic uh, conclusion, you know, how to do halacha. So then you will not only be studying Torah Hasidus, but you'll also be studying the laws that pertain to practical. And also to give tzedakah. And uh, tzedakah, usually we try to give after midnight, not at night time. Now, of course, we're not talking about when a poor person comes to ask you for tzedakah, you give him whatever he asks you. But if you just want to give tzedakah on your own, so do it after midnight. And even if you're going to have to push off the slichas for a minute because you're going to give tzedakah, put into the pushka a couple of pennies before you do, or whatever it is, uh, whatever amount you like, into the pushka. So this will help... Uh, that you will really understand and grasp 
what you're learning in davening, when you give tzedakah, you're sort of opening up yourself to be able to achieve more, and that way one can impact that what he's asking for Hashem, his forgiveness, that it should all come down properly. Uh, the shliach tzibur, the one who leads the services, wraps himself up with a talus, but he does not make a bracha. It's, it's nighttime, you don't make a bracha. Matter of fact, even if you uh, do in the daytime, if you're not putting it on your own talus, and you borrow specifically somebody else's talus, so in the following days when you put on the talus, you also don't necessarily make a bracha, unless you're going to put on your own talus, which you're going to daven afterwards, and it's already time to put on the talus, depending on when you say slichas. Some people do slichas while it's still nighttime, they can't put on the talus. But if it's okay, you can put on your talus, you can make your bracha. But if you're not going to uh, put on your talus, and, and you're not going to keep it on, and you don't want to just make the bracha and take it off, you're going to question, use somebody else's talus, and don't make a bracha then when you're using a borrowed talus. Um, also, when you do the ashray, that's before when you start, you say half a kaddish, you say ashray prayer, and then you do a half a kaddish. So, ashray, there should be 10 people there saying ashray, so you can say kaddish immediately uh, after the ashray. And uh, you don't want to just say kaddish without having 10 people there listening to some verses. So, if let's say you, you didn't have a minion, you thought you're not having a minion, and you started out, you have nine people, and then, oh, you're just about to say Kaddish, and in walks in a tenth person, so don't just start Kaddish now, but you say a few verses, uh, so that the the Kaddish will come together with some verses, uh, because we don't just say Kaddish, we say Kaddish only after verses. Uh, Now, he also says that if there were ten people for saying Slichas, one is not permitted to just leave. Uh, let's say you're rushing. And then you're going to leave the people. Uh, they're not going to be able to say Kaddish afterwards. Uh, not allowed to do that because you need 10 to say Kaddish. So nobody's allowed to leave until you make sure that they finish. And they can say, this is the Kaddish that follows the Slichot. At the end, you do a Kaddish Shalom, a Kaddish Shalom, which is the Tiskabot Sloysen. However, if they went out and there was only six remaining, you can still say the Kaddish Tiskabal. You can say the Kaddish. If most of the people left, as long as you have six left, you can still say the Kaddish. Nobody's allowed to leave for ten, but if there is six. If there is less than six, then you can't say the Kaddish. So you can still say the Kaddish even with six. As long as there were 10 there when you're saying slichas. There was 10. There were 10 there, then you can say, but you can't say, no, if you only had six, you can't say Kaddish. We're talking about if you started, then you can finish and say Kaddish. You had to have 10 at some point. Yeah. Uh, The uh, different sections where we start uh, raising the voice, the Shliach Tzibur, so it's one of them is, uh, he starts, he tells it from Hanisham Aloch. So that's where the Chazan raises his voice. Uh, uh, One of the prayers over there is also in the Slichas. It begins with the words, uh, God, merciful is your name. Uh, So over there he says the 
pronunciation is leman amisoch, leman brisoch. It's some. There's a difference. You can either say brisecha or amisecha. But the Rebbe used to say it when the Rebbe used to say slichas. They say he pronounced it with a vowel, leman brisoch and leman amisoch. It's already in the. Uh, in the uh, slichas over there, and so in all the the um, um, in, the, in, 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 in all these the amiris chodlisoch godloch tifartoch all with the komats over there, not techo but toch. Um, the anenus, uh, there is answer as God. So there is uh, like end of a verse. It's not really verses, but there's like. They're bunched up like there is like an end of a verse. So when you say anenu, um, in all the places where there's two dots, like the end of a pasuk, over there the chazan says it out loud. Uh, the other ones are said softly, but then the whatever, right, it's like a finish of each pasuk, the chazan says is it out loud. Uh, and uh, not like uh, others which uh, do each one out loud or they do it at the end. Um, the prayer of Tiskabel, that's the Kaddish that's the one prayer we do the Kaddish that we do only once per davening so in the morning when we daven we do Kaddish Tiskabel, that's the one that we do after Volitsian, when we daven Shabbos, when we daven Musaf when we daven, any prayer we do there's one Tiskabel, Tiskabel means we're praying that Hashem should accept our prayer so the Amida is the prayer and then we say Kaddish which is called the Tiskabel Tiskabel is that section of words which begins with the word Tiskabel, which is after Yehei Shlomo Rabbah Min Shemai, before Asher Shalom. There is Tiskabel, Tzloson, I mean before Yehei Shlomo Rabbah. So that means accept our prayer. So that is done whenever we do a prayer. Only once per prayer it's done once. Now, the Slichas gets that Tiskabel too. That's considered a prayer. So we do the Tiskabel again, like if we had a minion, you would do Tiskabel. And notwithstanding, even if you dive in Shachris immediately afterwards, you're going to make Tiskabel for the Amida. We're asking Tiskabel for the Slichas. That does, does it separately. Um, in the uh, Shul uh, by the Rebbe, they used to sing a song after they finished the. Kaddish, they used to sing the song of and that's a prayer that comes almost before the end in the uh, Slichos, and they used to sing that after that, and uh, the Rebbe would always encourage the singing of that song, and uh, uh, again, one if one davens by himself, says Slichos by himself, without a minion, he should not say the Gimel Midrash. We don't say the 13 attributes of mercy because that's not said uh, by when you daven by an individual. And also we don't say... Uh, some people, when they don't have a minion, would say the Gimel Midrash. They would say it with the tune of the trap of the Torah. Then you're like reading it from the Torah and then you can read from the Torah any way you want, so you can do it individually. But it says our tradition is not to do it at all. We don't use the trap to do that. Now, he doesn't bring down over here specifically about which the Shulchan Aruch brings down, but I believe that that is also the tradition, that there are the Aramaic pieces in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch he brings down, and in other places in the uh, Shulchan Aruch brings down, that those sections that are written in Aramaic 
are not done without a minion. That's one of the reasons they kept it in Aramaic. We learned differently, just like the Kaddish is in Aramaic, so also the uh, prayers. So he doesn't say here clearly, but we've studied, we've learned that the uh, prayer of Machi Umasis, uh, I believe that that is not said if you're going to do by yourself. Those pieces, there's a small piece towards the end, they are not said, even though he doesn't bring it down over here, but so, so we learn. So my assumption is that you don't say that.